1: Talked to you. Recorded live.
2: Hello, this is Chris.
3: Carrie is here. Hi, Carrie.
1: Hi. Hey, Phyllon.
2: Okay.
1: I'm getting pretty tired.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Did you and Karen talk about the rest of the week yet?
1: No, I just got in the federal. I had to go pick that okay. blow up up. Oh, okay weekend
3: Oh Okay. Your desk is all cleaned out, then. then.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty
0: much. Um,
1: it's pretty Are you much. ready? Good. What's
3: up? I was just gonna say, did you want me to put that stuff in the production bin?
1: No, I have not. Okay. Doing it yet? I've been putting these reports together. So, just sitting there.
0: Okay. Hello? Hi, Taylor. Hi, I
4: wasn't sure what was going on. (laughs) I've never been on a conference call before. (laughs)
3: It's just Craig and I, so you're good. Okay.
1: Hi, Taylor. How are you?
3: Good, how are you? Good,
1: thanks. Thanks for taking the time to call in.
4: Oh, yeah, no problem.
1: So you um you know, Carrie's caught me up a little bit about what you've talked about, but could you give me a little bit about your current what your current status is, your background, um, and everything, please?
4: Um, well, current status, I just finished uh grad school in July here, so I've just been job searching. Okay. So my schedule is basically completely free. Um, background, I was Uh, at Lockhaven University as a grad assistant there. Um, I did a team a season, basically. So I was with men's basketball in the winter, uh, softball in the spring, and uh, fall women's field hockey. And there I would also, you know, be in the AT room. Whoever walked in, I would help there as kind of a regional coverage to help everybody out.
1: What's your favorite part about all of those roles?
4: Um, I helping the athletes for sure. Um, I was really thankful to have athletes that appreciated my time and that I got along with really well. So, um, even though I only have one year of experience so far, helping them has been my favorite and. Um the most rewarding part so far,
1: what is your not so favorite part of what you've done so far?
4: Uh, working unfortunately working with the coaches
1: okay.
4: <laughs> at lockhaven um there was a little more um butting heads between athletic trainers and coaches and what I was used to at my undergrad. Mm-hmm. And I, I heard through, you know, the grapevine there through the students because they have an AT program. So I had undergrads that would follow me around. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently that was because of the former head athletic trainer that was replaced last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess because of, I don't know if it was lack of communication or just things along those lines, but the relationship between coaching staff and athletic training staff was not too great, which made it hard as a GA who comes in new, you know, and so it was hard to get respect and get the coaches to kind of trust us and believe what we say.
1: How do you deal with those challenges? When when they're butting heads with you, and and how do you how do you sort through it your best that you can, and to try and get to a positive scenario?
4: I just try to be as open with communication as possible. Ask them how they prefer to hear about their athletes, whether it be after practice in person or an email or anything else, um, and just educate as much as possible. One to have them know for sure what's going on and two, to kind of just like prove to them that I know what I'm talking about by me explaining things to them. Cause I think the more I explained things, the more they were like, okay, yeah, she knows what she's doing. Okay. Um, <laughs> so rather than just thinking I just walked in off the street. <laughs> sure. So really, yes, yeah, it was mainly just the communication and developing just, um, a, a relationship with them and um, not just, you know, they're on the court, I'm in the AT room being around and just showing them that I do care about their team. Sure.
1: One customer at a time, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, has Carrie talked to you about the, or I'm sorry, with what Carrie's talked to you about, do you have any questions about the role itself?
2: Um,
4: let me see. I was trying to run through. I've had a crazy weekend, so I'm not as prepared for this one as I would have hoped to have been, just to be completely honest. I usually have like a page worth of questions, <laughs> sure. but um, I think I kind of understand it seems in the morning um helping physicians and concussion testing um, and any like isn't there, there would also be, like, a large paperwork aspect and things along those lines in the sure. clinic?
1: Sure. So mainly really in a physician extender role spread out between all of our sports medicine physicians that are at the Federal Street Office. Um, that's, that's the main piece of it. And it's going to be divided um, between concussion clinic, which is really built into our primary care sports medicine practices, and also our, our orthopedic surgeons that are there... Um, it depends on any given day um Friday's by far the busiest. I think we have five five different physicians that you could work between on a given day um and then you know for the most part, it's really between two and three um and then there's actually gonna be days where that clinic does not have any physicians and or sports medicine physicians, so we're actually looking to have the person move not move but be stationed more in the South Hills area is the goal. So we've hired the position that's going to be mainly north coverage, and we're looking for some south coverage out of it. Um, And when I say coverage, it's for the most part, um, and I can't guarantee that every single day, but for the most part it's really planned coverage when people are going on vacation or taking vacation days off. So Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I think it's a really good opportunity for an entry level, getting your foot in the type of door position, that um, then gives opportunity to see what else happens. Um, what's interesting about it is it gives you a good, almost a good review of all of what's going on in Allegheny Health Network sports medicine because you're getting to know many of the physicians that come to the clinics and work with the sports teams at the high schools and, and colleges and pro teams that we work with. Um, mm-hmm. Additionally, you're going to get a little bit of coverage in there where you get to know those high schools. Uh, there will be an assignment. The assignment is actually it's a community college um, men's and women's basketball team that's very close by, too, uh, that has its only home game coverage. Um, but it, it's a nice school. It's um, The players and, and the coaches are all pretty good people, and, and they understand what the role is, and they're very appreciative of that role, actually. So... It's nice because it breaks up your day a little, I think.
2: Mm -hmm. In
1: addition to that, um, there may be times when you're working with the professional soccer team that we work with, too, in the sense of maybe going out and helping a little if it's a later day in the clinic um, and things like that. So I think I'm throwing a lot at you, but I think what you would see in in the way it kind of molds the day, it it keeps it nice, well-paced, and... Um, it gives an opportunity for someone to come in and, and really get a good piece of sports medicine um, for our network.
4: Okay. Um, so and th- I might just be confused on um, this part just because I don't know the area well. Sure. Um, the main clinic that this position for is for is... Federal North is that what you
1: say? Federal North, it's about 3 blocks. It's in it's on the north side of Pittsburgh and it's about 3 okay. blocks. 3 blocks from AGH. Um I can okay. tell you that there's a good chance that that's where it's going to start, but there's a mm-hmm. very good chance that within the next year it could end up in a brand new facility that we're building that's in it's a it's a sports medicine facility a few miles away. Okay. So but
4: primarily that's where it would be and then the vacation coverage just at surrounding high schools?
1: Correct. And we're, the okay. focus would be our south high schools. Um, and that doesn't mean you know maybe a day or so. We'd send you up north. Um, the good thing is is when you're traveling, you are paid mileage. Um, and anything you work over 40 hours a week, you would be paid time and a half because it is an hourly position. Okay. Um, but again, it's pretty planned out. And the coverage isn't Extremely extensive because actually, I myself I cover carry covers, and there's a couple of the other senior level athletic trainers that cover. Additionally, we do that purposefully because one, it gets us out and it gets us to have um, good communication with our with the staff that we work with, and and also the athletic directors and things that we work with in the schools. So all of the coverage isn't deemed on just you two athletic trainers or the two athletic trainers that would be coming into the role. So.
4: Okay. So, um, about how many days a week do you think there would be that um, coverage for um, vacation or anything? Is it usually all five days of the week or more, or sometimes less? It,
1: it's going to be varied, and it's going to be it's going to be based upon the the season. Okay. So, obviously, fall is going to be a bit busy, or be the busiest. Um, And it doesn't mean that everybody's taking time off in the fall and you're going to be in a clinic or be at a high school every single week. Um, But when someone takes a few days off, we want the consistency of having a person like you around at the high school throughout that whole coverage. So if it would be three days, then you'd go to that high school for three days. Yeah. Um, And that being said, that doesn't mean, you know, the way we set up coverage is also, say, in the majority of our high schools are multi-athletic trainer high schools, the majority of that happens, and the, the athletic trainers are there. understood They understand that they are taking the bulk of the day up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, mm-hmm. what means what that may mean for you, is, for example, going to the high school, you may only have four hours of coverage that day. So, you're going to come into the clinic and then leave part way through the day and finish your day out at the high school. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's
4: actually the, I think the nicest part of it <laughs> is that um you do have another AT at that site so it's not like I'm walking into somewhere new and running everything <laughs>
1: majority of our high schools really do there are um i would say over half of our high schools have multiple athletic trainers
4: that's really nice
1: and in in addition to that what you know what we're really looking to do as far as a transition piece is when you're going out and doing your coverage solo at first it would be nice you're, we're really going to try and have you know one of those senior level athletic trainers be there for an hour or two at least for the day, just to kind of help people get settled in
2: mm-hmm. a
1: lot of you know depending on the time of the year honestly if if we were to be able to we had these positions approved later in the summer if we if we'd have been able to bring them in earlier in the summer, the whole goal would have actually been to get and and there still is that um idea that when you're not in a clinic or I'm sorry not covering, I want to get those people out for an hour or two at each of the schools that they could cover at the end of the day so mm-hmm. that they understand personnel that are involved and get to meet the actual athletic trainers and things, too. So, Yeah. Um, you know, in addition to that, I think it, it really gives a comfort level, and that's why we, we've created these roles, is because we don't want to bring per DM people in all the time. We want to get people in that do coverage um, and let, let them get to understand the, the, the aspects of the sports medicine program Why I think that's beneficial, um, having someone come into a high school, for example, right off the bat, well, they may get to this high school and realize it's not anything that they really wanted to work with.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: This gives the people coming in a good idea of what those scenarios are. So my turn in hopes is, I'm going to be honest with you, that that when a high school is available and, and there's an opportunity from that standpoint, then you would have a really good idea of that high school and know whether you want to... Really be there or not. And I think mm-hmm. that's important to really try and create that relationship with the schools so they're not seeing any turnover. Um you know, we've been pretty really pretty blessed in the sense that we have a lot of athletic trainers that have many years of experience. And they've been around. So it's nice just to keep that up. Yeah.
0: Okay. How far would you say uh, let me think how
4: I want to say this. Is there a lot of traveling through the city, I guess, is what I want to get to. <laughs>
2: yeah, you know,
1: the city destination is, you know, if we can keep it true to that primarily south coverage, uh-huh. the city destination is the farthest coverage. Okay. So if the person lives south of the city, for example, then really all of the destinations would be on the way home.
0: Okay.
2: Are you guys
3: still? Oh, I think when I talked to you, I don't remember what day that was, Taylor. I was saying that the southernmost school was um, Chartier's Houston, and then the northernmost was North Catholic. So.
4: Okay, yeah. I do have that written down here now.
1: Sure. The northernmost
4: was North Catholic, and you said that was in Cranberry, T.A., right?
1: Correct. The majority of the schools are actually mainly on north and south of Route 79 and
2: 279.
0: Okay. Okay. You know, driving through the city would be something for
4: me to get used to for sure, but nothing they couldn't do. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, that's even about the north side, because it really, even though you're in the city of Pittsburgh,
2: uh-huh. it's
1: such a small part of the city of Pittsburgh, it's basically a bunch of neighborhoods. Okay. So it's very different than being in downtown Pittsburgh.
4: Yeah.
2: You I come like been
1: from the south, people make fun of me because, you know, the, the north people just blow right into the city, but the people from the south have to come over the bridges and go through the tunnels, but... Mm-hmm. Once you get across any of the bridges and tunnels, you basically run into the, you know, the north tip of Pittsburgh, and it's it's a small, it's a, it's actually a small town area, if you're not familiar with it.
3: Okay. And Craig will tell you, I'm extremely directionally challenged, and I don't have <laughs> any issues getting to any of the schools. Like, I think it's really nice there, forms everybody will fill out before you cover. So you know where to park, you know what door to enter, and you know what you're covering for the day. So I think the people you're covering for plan it out and give you as much information in advance. So you're not just That is really nice. Yeah. Blind <laughs> with no information. So Yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah, all my friends in Pittsburgh currently, I think they live around Oakland. So I'm not a sh- I don't even know if that's north or south to be completely honest with you. But that's like the only areas I've had to drive through.
1: Sure. <laughs> and that's probably one of the most congested areas of Pittsburgh. Okay,
4: well I, I done it, so I guess that's a good sign.
2: <laughs>
1: it's actually a little more east of the city.
2: Yeah, okay.
0: So,
1: um, what are your you know, what are your thoughts on the actual role itself and, and where do you really, you know, and I'd really like to get a good idea of coming into this, what what are your your interests? I mean, is it that really come here and, and establish yourself and then then with hopes of going into a school in the near future? Or is it, is it really you are looking for more of the, the daytime piece mixed in with a little bit of coverage and a little bit of flexibility?
4: Mm-hmm. I think... Um, overall, so far, I think I seem to have more of an interest in the clinical type of aspect of athletic training um, because I like doing more like the behind-the-scenes stuff with the athletes, mm-hmm. um, getting them, just getting them through everything and ready to play again at yeah. as close to a hundred percent as possible, and um, the most interesting about this position that I thought was the, um, the concussion testing with the athletes with you. I actually was just looking at the C3 logics Mm -hmm. and I think that stuff is just so cool. Um, I really like seeing the comparisons of like athletes, age groups and all things like that. Um, and doing the before, after, and then return to play and comparing the three. Um, So that seems like that's the thing that draws me to this position the most is helping with those kind of things.
1: And I think that that's that's great conversation because what we really, some of the things that we really didn't talk about with this is, you know, in downtime, there's a couple things I'd like to see of this position. Obviously, the summertime, there's not going to be any coverage. Um,
3: You're going to have a very
1: regular day, and if the, if the physician schedule is light, for example, if physicians are on vacation and things, we really would like to get you out to the high schools and help them do their baseline testing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Additionally, we also do community baseline testing that would be, you know, work, it would be assigned to, you know, those two athletic trainers that are going to be doing that role, and it will give them an opportunity to go out and do some more baseline testing and things like that. Um <laughs> What we really would like to see established also is once the two people are up, comfortable, and running, we want to do more return-to-plays right in the concussion clinic. And I think, you know, once we get to a point where the roles are up and running and everyone's comfortable, there's a really good um, opportunity for more of that uh, uh, more of that type of clinical um, training piece to it, also.
4: <laughs> okay. Um, just out of curiosity, how many, how much would you say the community comes in for their baseline testing and even, like, return to play testing and stuff?
1: Community for baseline testing, it is minimal. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say it's probably, oh, probably less than probably 10 to 15 or probably 10 to 20% of the testing that we do. And the okay. reason being is because the majority of what we actually do is actually at the high schools and we've built these con, you know, built it into their contracts. So we're doing a number of tests at the high schools. Nowadays there are less of a need for the community to get baseline because of, you know, as soon as these kids get into seventh grade, they're usually doing it at their districts.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but we do work with a, a large with the professional soccer organization that we work with, there's a large opportunity um, to do baseline testing there. It's actually built into the contracts, and there's a lot of families. So um, last year we did a lot. We spread it out between all of us, but we did um, one or two days or evenings a week. When I say evening, I think it was from six to um, actually it was four to six thirty because it was before they came in and trained um and we had opportunities where we were testing the kids who were in their those facilities again a lot of them are high school players who already had their tests done so we probably did about 300 tests with with out of the 900 kids that were in the the academy
4: okay so the remaining kids would you just update their information
1: correct a lot of them are already coming into our high schools because you know okay. if they go to our high schools they're going to be testing with us anyway Okay. What um what other questions do you have about the role itself?
4: Um I'm trying to look through my notes really quick.
0: I'm really chicken scratching it. Um Let me see. I have uh, a lot of it is through the Epic paperwork system with. Um,
1: and
4: I I hate that I did this. I put MA duties. What was the MA
2: duties?
1: So the MA duties are actually going to be bringing patients back through the day and and starting the initial evaluation, um, maybe helping with procedures at times through the orthopedic practice. Um, you know, uh, half of the primary care physicians. For example, utilize diagnostic ultrasound, so maybe helping in you know the clinical aspect of of you know ultrasounding somebody things like that okay um, and I apologize, I lost my train of thought, we were just from that, I mean that would be the majority of what the clinical duties are or or more along those lines,
4: okay, uh when it comes to the paperwork needing done mm-hmm. um will that all have time to be done like throughout the work day or sure. is it like a kind of thing where I would kind of have to like do it at home on my own time
1: no because okay. at home on your own time would mean you're getting paid to do it yeah <laughs> um you know because this is an hourly position the whole idea is is, is working on that throughout the day um, okay getting everything in
3: okay and one thing I can add, usually before you walk out of the room, you're kind of done with your end of the paperwork. Like before that patient leaves for the day, you uh-huh. really don't have anything to do after that fact because you would send them home with their scripts or their other referral orders. So, yeah, okay. once once you walk out of the room, you're pretty much done. Okay.
0: So... Um, so I was actually thinking
1: about next steps.
0: Okay.
2: There's a
1: there's a couple of pieces in place that we would need to um take care of that I'd that I'd like to move forward on if you're interested, Taylor. Okay. Um, one um would be we need to do uh a screen we need to go through a screening process through HR. And um and that's purely over the that's you meeting with uh with our HR representative over the phone. Okay. Um a little bit more questions and, and going over the HR pieces, the the insurance, uh about education, what what types of benefits we have, things like that. Um, and then after that what I'd really like to do if you're interested is I'd like to get you to Pittsburgh to okay. do a face to face meeting. What are your um
0: what are your thoughts? Um I think I'd be interested in the
4: position. Um I am I'm in like in a position right now where in the last week it's been crazy. Um just out of nowhere I had four places call for interviews. <laughs> so, um this is actually my final one and I do have two other job offers that are Needing to know kind of ASAP. Mm -hmm. Um, So, how quickly would these two meetings be able to happen?
1: I would like to do it as quick as possible. If you're, you know, I think it's, I think the kind of the ball's in your court now. If if you like what we have in the lines of this opportunity, you know, it's how quickly you want to move on it.
0: Okay. Um, um, let me try to think if I have any other questions. Um, oh, one thing that I didn't ask, um,
4: I couldn't find this on the website here. It's usually just written out. Do you offer CEU reimbursement or anything like that for...
1: So we don't we don't offer CEU a reimbursement, but the majority of our CEUs are done in house. We have a we okay. have a licensure. We do a lot in house. We have the actually we work with our our fellowship and our resident educational programs. So it's actually a great opportunity to be with our physicians and their educational training. Um,
4: okay,
1: actually those are all for CEU based, and the majority of those actually happen right at this federal facility. So it would be a good opportunity just coming in an hour early for the day or whatever to get that stuff mm-hmm. taken care of. Okay. That's and then nice. for classwork, there is, I believe it's 3500 per year, and that's a relevant class, something that would be relevant to, to the profession.
0: Okay. All right, that's very nice. That's always,
4: that's something that I... Always worried about as an undergrad, like how the heck am I going to get my CEUs in? Sure. <laughs> um, we a lot
1: of low cost courses too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, for example, we do one every year. It's called the Orthopedic Update, and it's at a very nice um, resort and spa up in the mountains outside of Pittsburgh. And it's a last year, the last two years, it's been for 18 evidence based CEUs, and it's cost $60 for employees to go to. Um, oh, okay. And they're like five hundred dollar night rooms that there's you know, they're they're discounted to like a hundred and fifty to one hundred and eighty bucks and a lot you know, mm-hmm. people will go up and take those rooms and town host those together and it's a really fun way to get good opportunity to get good CEUs. Um and then we do a couple other courses like that through the year. Obviously when we do our regional meetings we always tie in education so you get CEUs, but then there's a, there's a couple other courses through the year also.
4: Okay
0: really
1: nice so how about um, unless you have any more questions right now I was going to say why don't you take a few hours to think about it and then reach out to Carrie this afternoon to see how you proceed
4: okay that sounds good Um, would you prefer me to get back to you by email or phone
1: Whatever's easiest for you, as long as carrying okay. both both those addresses.
3: Okay. Yeah, I do. I think you have my uh, cell phone number, right? I because I yeah, know I posted in the office.
4: Yeah. Okay. Was your phone number then uh,
3: 412-215-1698? Yes, that's correct. Okay.
4: Yeah. All righty. Okay, I can do. I can do that.
1: And then, if you have any other questions, like I said about the whole. Um, Scenario with we talked about the professional soccer team and possibly looking into a new facility there. We can even talk about logistics and things like that, but there is a pretty good chance that the situation will be by the end of next year or in the middle of next year that we'll be looking to be moving to that facility and the position is going to more than likely be based out of there. Additionally, one of the things we really didn't discuss is since this is such a new opportunity within the health system, Mm -hmm. I can tell you a lot of physicians have already, sports physicians that we've worked with have already put a lot of interest level into once this is up and running and and really trying to figure things out in the sense of the day-to-day interaction. Many of them are very interested in looking into having these positions built into their practice. Um,
4: Oh, okay.
1: If that's the case, the people who are coming in early on and really trying to um work these this initial position, they're gonna be the ones that're gonna have the first opportunity to go to the full time to the physician practices
4: okay, and so that would just be all the clinic all the um the like physician extender role complete mm-hmm.
1: physician extender, and it may it may be built around going out to some high schools, doing some injury clinics when they cover and things like that too. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it really would be mainly a physician extender role.
4: Okay. But what all would a, uh injury clinic be? Would it just be checking out athletes that need something looked at?
1: Correct. All of our high schools, our attending physicians go once a week to the high schools and have a small injury clinic on site. Um, okay. That, you know, what what it is is it ties it into their practices. so. Okay. It's just one of uh, the services that we offer.
0: All right. Well, that sounds something like that that I would really like Mm -hmm. to move and work up into.
1: So, all right. Well, hey, it was great talking to you. Um, And again, think about it. And if you could get get back to Carrie by the end of the day, what we'll do then is we can go forward to next steps of um, what, you know, from the fulfillment of, of more information, from getting you the benefit side of it, getting getting a screening taken care of and things like that. Okay?
4: Okay. That sounds great.
1: All right. Taylor, it was very nice meeting you.
4: Yeah,
0: Thanks. nice meeting you. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.